Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I am the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis, and this is BFC Live for Thursday, May 14th, 2020. BFC Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video, podcast channels, as well as through real world and virtual events. We've highlighted the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. Before we get to our much anticipated conversation with Nick Pateras of Materia Ventures, a few BFC announcements tomorrow. Join us for our Friday Lunch and Learn with Ian Dick. This is the first of a four-part series called Creating an Omnichannel Cannabis Retail Experience presented by Shopify. Ian Dick is all things Shopify and cannabis. Uh, These sessions will highlight how retailers are setting up to become future-proof through thoughtful applications of the leading Canadian technology company. It is sure to be an entertaining uh, lunch, but also super informative for current and would-be retailers in the sector. Next Friday on May 22nd, Alan Brockstein, the 420 investor and the founder of New Cannabis Ventures, will be our Lunch and Learn guest talking about the state of cannabis investing. And just announced on the evening of May 26th, we'll be back with a relaunch of our networking series called Cannabis Forward, formerly Leaf Forward. Uh, on the 26th, thanks to our great partnership with Robic, which is a, a law firm based out of Montreal, we'll have a coast-to-coast retail perspective. We'll feature Jeremy Jacob from Village Bloomery, Nathan Meisen from Fire & Flower, Laura Wood, the managing, uh, the, the managing director or general manager of Cannabis New Brunswick, as well as a presentation from Liz Tahura from BDSA. It'll be a great evening. As well, the event will feature a face-to-face, albeit virtual, networking component through a great technology called hopin.to. Go to our website, uh, and on the events page, you can sign up to join us on the evening of the 26th. As always, please follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Tomorrow on BFC Live, Afshin Musavian from Responsible Cannabis Use will be telling us about a survey that is in the field right now, testing what consumers know about where to get legal cannabis today. Um, which will be an insightful conversation about how consumers are digesting the information that uh, is being put out there around legal uh, cannabis purchasing. So, as always, we want to thank our partners, Cannabis at Work and Cannabis Benchmarks, for their ongoing support of all things business of cannabis. Now, on to our conversation with Nick Materis of Materia Ventures. Thank you. Nick Pateras, you are the Managing Director of Materia Ventures in Europe. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jay. You are, uh, yes, that is where you are now, but before that you were here and uh, were, uh, I think, one of the more important figures in the Canadian cannabis scene. We miss you. Can I start with that? (laughs) I miss everyone back home as well. (laughs) Um, uh, And I was thinking back and looking back on my uh, notes which means I just searched in businessofcannabis.ca, your name. And the first time we connected, I think you were in a hotel room in Yellowknife, Northwest Territories. Does that sound right? First time you had me on. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was dark out for me well, when we had the interview. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was Yellowknife, so it could have been any of the six months. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and I've been there since. I think I was in the same hotel room because there aren't that many up there. Um, but, but, you know, fast forward to now. Right, there's been a lot that's happened. You are based in, in Europe. You are heading up the charge there, and we've checked in with you and the team over time. 
But over the past, I don't know, you're going to tell me, but I feel like it's been like two or three weeks. You both launched a product, a CBD vape pen in the UK, but also made a major acquisition this week into the German market. Talk about those two things, because I can only assume that that has kept you busy and sleepless. Yeah, definitely sleepless. Um, it's funny. It's funny because I'm sure from the outside it looks as though um, you know all the dominoes line up really nicely. Um, of course, we've been working on both of those for a number of months, so it's never the illusion from the outside is never quite the reality on the inside. Um, but yeah, the the momentum behind the business now is uh, is quite a nice one where we feel like we're in a pretty healthy place. So we launched um, Hiatus, which is a new CBD specific brand in partnership with Feather which is in Canada already, obviously, with, uh, with Organigram as their partners um, on the LP side. So that product was launched into the market, is available now as of just a week or two ago, um, already starting to sell quite well, so we're pretty pleased with it. Um, fantastic uh, product, if I say so myself. We really like the flavors. I mean, uh, I've got a couple of friends who say that they're basically puffing on them throughout the entire day, so some good early feedback. And, These are um, challenging times. They're challenging times, right? Uh, and um, and then yeah, we've been working as well on the uh, on the medical cannabis side of the business because we've got the two business units, the CBD side and the medical side. On the medical side, we uh, we just announced our acquisition of Connected, which is a licensed importer and distributor in Germany, and that's been a, a really key part of our European plans. We we feel it's very important to control import and distribution in Germany. It's obviously the the largest market by by multiple. So we yeah, are delighted to, to finally share that news with the world. Um, I, and I want to ask because um, doing these things, launching a, 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 a product in the UK, uh, doing an acquisition of this size and scope um, is challenging in the best of times. Um, but over the past two months, when things sort of, I'm sure have heated up in terms of closing these deals, um, have been more than challenging times. They've been uh, really unique you know, in our lifetime and in several lifetimes before that and hopefully several lifetimes ahead. Like how has that impacted the ability to sort of execute, close? And I know it's coincidence likely that they closed around the same time, but how has that actually been from a sort of working environment uh, from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the UK launch especially has been interesting because the entire team has had to acclimate to working from home. And as you know, in the last days and weeks leading up to a launch, there's so many details that, that start bubbling up and so many things that need to be dealt with pretty quickly. So the team's done a really good job. I'm very proud of, of how we've adapted. Um, in terms of strategically, it hasn't differed that much other than we've obviously had to pivot most of our resources to selling online because all shops are closed here. So we've had to kind of delay the, the outreach to uh, stores and our wholesale partners that we're working with. We've basically had to kind of rejig our timelines. Um, but it's good because it allows us to, to invest in the online channel and get that direct consumer feedback from, uh, from the sales we've had so far. Not too much of an impact to the, the acquisition, uh, frankly. A lot of that was done virtually anyway. We've got a fantastic team back in Toronto that was uh, working on that with myself here. So, um, no, all said, we actually managed to, to keep uh, a pretty good pace on things, despite the, the global um, crumbling of society. <laughs> the global crumbling of society. Actually, this is not what I meant to talk about, but I did listen. I don't know if you listened to the Daily of the New York Times, but it was a deep dive into sort of the, the UK response, both from beginning to now, and how uh, sort of Boris Johnson has been at the, obviously the center of that, but how is his illness shaped the response 
and how it will uh, shape the response moving forward about sort of opening back up vis-a-vis -vis other countries, certainly Germany and others. Um, uh, how closely are you following what's happening here still? Pretty closely. Yeah, Pretty close. because you follow Business of Cannabis. Because I follow Business of Cannabis, the only media outlet I even would think of reading, would dream <laughs> of, of, of indulging in. Um, but obviously, look, it's the largest, uh, it is the, the sole um, real commercial federal uh, regulated market on the recreational side. And so there's a lot of insights still to be applied here. Um, there's still an advanced medical market there. Not that it, it gets a lot of attention these days, but the, a lot of the lessons that we as a team uh, saw in Canada, we, we wanted to bring to Europe. So definitely keeping a, a, close, uh, a close finger on the pulse for sure. Yeah, because actually the way you described sort of the UK rollout being online, capturing that sort of hearts and minds of, of that product and selling is, is not dissimilar. It sounded to me like the way retailers are actually having to rejig their lives here in terms of uh, going online, you know, creating that avenue of sales and sort of, again, like finding customers and retaining them because that wasn't necessarily part of their game plan. Moving, you know, initially it was really about in-store and now it's about online and hopefully at some point in store but it really has shifted their strategy to actually execute quickly uh there was some sort of, I, I was drawing a parallel as you were saying it yeah exactly um so so uh, looking ahead so so you know you have the a product in market and soon to be in markets um in the uk uh the german acquisition on the medical side like over your i guess it'd be your left shoulder like what what are the next markets you guys are looking for um uh, sort of in the European landscape. Yeah, so on the on the medical side, uh, we've already got the ability to import product into Denmark. We're working on the same thing for the UK at the moment. Um, I mean, really, you know, the co cornerstone asset that we're working on is our Maltese facility. So I know a lot of people know that we we really planted a flag there and tried to uh, ensure that people know why and that we've set up there. So that's our production hub, which will be licensed quite soon. Um, and that's really going to feed into all of the other major markets. So, you know, UK is not a large market right now, but we think it's strategically important to have the ability to, to send product in there. Denmark, Germany as well. And then a lot of secondary markets that um, you might not hear as much about, but they're, they're quite fast growing. So countries like Italy, countries like Austria. Um, and so, yeah, those are kind of the, the conversations we're having at the moment with, uh, with potential partners. So I think hopefully quite soon, if we have another chat in, let's say, 12 months, we've got a, a quite an established pan-European ecosystem. Does that mean you don't want to talk to me for another 12 months? No, not at all, Jay, but we'll talk about something else in the meantime. Fair enough. We'll talk about something else. Well, when we saw, we saw the, uh, the acquisition announcement in Germany, we wanted to make sure we connected you with you in short order. Um, and we look forward to connecting with you down the road, Nick, as always, because um, it's great to have a lens of what's happening in other parts of the world as we're so focused a lot of times here. Um, people are always talking about Germany and the UK. And, and so to get a sort of first-hand experience about people operating there is, um, is super valuable. So I appreciate the time as always. Um, congratulations on the sort of two announcements over the past couple of weeks. And we'll connect with you down the road. My pleasure, Jay. Thanks for having me as always. Thanks, Nick.